And there it is. Today's a special one. We have actually, I have Tasha and Katie, the beautiful both bunch here today. Hey, hey. Hey. And um, to give you some context, uh, Tasha is actually a good friend of mine. I've known her probably for over 10, I, don't know, I would say probably 11, 12 years. Well, I've known Mary for 13, so. Yes. Mary being on the podcast before, which is the my ex-girlfriend and also the mother of my child, she was uh, best friends with Tasha, still is. You know, you guys still that she stayed together even though Love you guys you. are <laughs> separated and uh, live in states away. Where are you mm. actually living now? I am in Pennsylvania, so I'm like 20 minutes outside of Philly in the suburbs and the burbs. And what's that? And what's that like, actually? I mean, it's um, it's very different than Florida. You know, when people from other states say like, Florida is like a whole another planet. There, it's true. <laughs> we really are. So, it's um, it's been an adjustment for sure. I do miss the weather and I miss my family and friends. But you know, it's an adventure that my husband and I decided to take. So that's what we're doing. And where's he at now? He's actually. I saw that you sent me. He was on a uh, a pro. He was on a pro tour. He did a pro game, didn't he? No. Um, what was that? Well, he works for Aronomy Golf Club, so they just hosted the BMW Championship, which is on the pro tour. It had Tiger Woods. It had um, Keegan Bradley actually won the whole thing. So his um, golf club hosted it. So he was there, like, running the tournament. But he is a golf professional, so he works in private golf clubs. But he plays on, like, the, the golf pro tour, which is not the pro tour. I know it's confusing, but um, right now he's in Pinehurst, North Carolina, and he's playing a tournament. He said he played better today than yesterday, and he said he just got to make a couple birdies tomorrow. He won this tournament last year. Yeah. He came in first. That's what I saw. Congratulations so, to him. Yeah. Last day. year, and then the, the other one that I told you on Monday he won was like a partner tournament back in PA, and he won that one, so... Two wins. Jason Dream. Yeah. Jason Dream. You're following. You guys <laughs> yeah. bounced, he was bouncing around when you were here. He was bouncing around all over the place. So I'm glad oh, yeah. you guys actually linked up, moved out, yeah. and moving, nice? building your own little family yeah. now. You brought a plus one, too. We forgot to mention that. I did. So yeah. I uh, am watching you guys drink wine with Susie <laughs> <laughs> because I'm pregnant. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yes. How far along are you? I am going to be 13 weeks on Sunday. So, like, just touching my second trimester here. Oh, so you don't even know the sex yet? No. That's I'm like find 18, out. 19, right? That's no, like actually, they're going to, I think they're going to do the gender when they do my blood test when I get back. So it should be pretty soon that I'll know. And Mary's going to help me with the reveal on that. Oh, that's like a new thing now. So exciting. The reveal thing is the newest thing that I've seen. We get some of good creative people are like shooting bow and arrows at Hitting golf club balls. Oh, it's going to be something like that. We're not doing that. No. Um, what else subtle. have I seen? Balloons popping out of boxes mm -hmm. and confetti colors and all kinds of stuff. That and that new uh, the prom thing now. People oh, people yeah, take yeah. proms now really serious. To another level. To though. another level. It's yeah. like marriage. They yeah. do a whole proposal and they make this. Sometimes even bigger than a proposal. Mm -hmm. yeah, I've seen some crazy stuff. How do you see that? I don't know, but I remember going to prom and my mom being like, this is too expensive as is. Like, right? You know? So, <laughs> I don't know how they do it nowadays. More expensive for a girl than a guy. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do anything. No, I had to rent a tux. I rent a tux. You rent a you tux, we buy dresses. Like, buy the dinner, and the guys have to do that kind of stuff most of the time. I don't like, think I did that. I didn't even know. Everybody pitches in for the limo. What's this thing called? 
Corsage. 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 <laughs> I thought it was corset. Was that? No, that's no, no yeah, that's what you wear. The corset is like, it's not down there. It's like up here. Oh, is it? Well, that's okay. You don't know. That's, that's like that's a cummer bun. Yeah, I, just, I had, yep. It's okay. I just went there for the dancing. That's all I did. And you wore a cummer bun? Mm-hmm. I'm glad those are like out of style. Mm-hmm. And I lied. I didn't want a cummerbund there. I won a cummerbund. It was fuchsia color, and that was in a Quinciera. Did I say that right? It's in Quinciera. I dated a uh, dated a Cuban, and she she had this big fiesta. Oh, yeah, it's like okay. a big wedding. Yeah, it's huge. I've never Quinceanera? even seen it. Yeah. Quinceanera. I'm like, am I supposed to know that town? But that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I don't know where that is. <laughs> I was like, Quinceanera <laughs> High School. Like I was very confused. Okay. So, so you being pregnant at all? 13 weeks. What is it? How's that been for you so far? So it's been really exciting and, and, um, I've really enjoyed being pregnant. I've had a really easy pregnancy. I've been blessed. So, you know, I have my sister-in-law who has my gorgeous little niece Mm. and, um, she's going to be two in March and my sister-in-law was really sick her whole pregnancy. So for me to like feel the way I felt, I'm really blessed. I feel good. So no sickness, no morning sickness. Not really. I would have a little nausea, and it was mainly mm. a, like I didn't eat. You know, like yeah. I waited too long to eat, because and when we talk more about my diet, I'll explain like how I used to eat before I was pregnant. Right. But like I would um, get nauseous if I waited too long to eat, because that's what I was used to. I used to like not eat breakfast at all. You did the intermittent fasting, I and did. I do want to actually let's just jump right into it because right. I started. I I've been here in. A, so many benefits and I heard actually what I heard too and correct me if I'm wrong um like since we have this circadian cycle we're awake in the morning when we start eating like anytime we metabolize anything that's not water Mm -hmm. like even if it's tea coffee whatever it starts a metabolism at that point and then we have a 12-hour window from that moment that we first eat until when we until when it basically stops where you're becoming insulin what would it be? Insulin intolerant? Uh, yeah. At that point, you're not, your body's not working as efficiently. Is that, right. is that correct? Yeah. And and you also, it makes a lot of sense. And this, to put it in like layman's terms, because mm-hmm. like, um, I know a lot of times when we talk and people don't really understand what we mean. So, um, we talk, what does that mean? Like, I've been saying like the, the, the IF, like intermittent fasting, like, oh, okay. I don't that know, community. global, like mm-hmm. March. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> It's, it's really getting very mainstream. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are doing it. And when I first started doing it, like, I didn't know what it was. Like, I started um, looking at fasting because I was doing research on, like, um, I was actually watched something called The Truth About Cancer. It was a very interesting, like, mini-series that was only available through the web. So they started talking about people who were healing their cancer by fasting for, like, these, mm-hmm. these extremely long fasts, like, you know, 40 day fast, water fast only. And these people completely got rid of their cancer. It's insane. So that's when I started to look into like, well, I'm not going to do, like, I don't feel good. I don't have cancer, but I'm not going to do a 40 day fast. Like that just sounds majorly extreme. I think I'm going to die if I do that, you know? So I started looking that, and that's when I started reading about intermittent fasting because it's not like you're not eating for this extreme amount of time. Um, and the biggest thing you have to think about is like your body expels like a spins, not expels, mm-hmm. spins. You can look up the stat. Like I forget how much the percentage we, we have KDR secretary here, <laughs> by the way. Um, like 75% of the, of your energy, like digesting food. So think about that. So okay. if your body, look up how much energy your, your body uses, um, 
digesting food. So if you spend a longer period of time where your body doesn't have to digest food, you're going to have more energy. Your body's going to have time to go in and repair those issues that you have going Mm. on. Like I've heard of people saying like, oh, I have this old injury that never really healed. Like it healed, you know, in my foot or whatever, but it never really felt better. And still I started doing the fasting because I gave my body time to repair itself because our bodies are very cool. Mm-hmm. They can do a lot of crazy. I mean, I'm making a baby right now. I'm just right. sitting here. It's pretty insane, you know? So the fact that like our body can repair itself, that's that's what our body's made to do. Yeah. And so, that starts, you can actually do that by intermittent fasting. Yeah, exactly. And how did you, what was your cycle when you started doing it? Because I remember when you started and you were kind of the first person that I knew that was doing it. Uh-huh. And I was like, what is it? I was like, obviously skeptical and I was like making fun of you. And also even you, when you stop, when you wouldn't put cheese on tacos or you cheese on nachos or whatever you were having, like, I was mm-hmm. just like, why don't you just eat some cheese? So you obviously were some, you were obviously ahead of the curve. So what was your schedule like when you were in the schedule? So I um, was 18-6. So what that means is I spent 18 hours fasting and that includes my sleeping. So wow. that's not like you're all day long, you're starving, you know, while you're awake. You actually, that includes the period where you're sleeping, where you're not eating anyway, mm-hmm. when you're asleep. I hope. You're not eating in your sleep, but you never know. Um, so yeah, I would do like, I would stop eating at 7 PM and I wouldn't eat till about 1 PM the next day. And then my window would be from like one to seven. So those six hours, my eating window. And how much did you pack in your eating window? Were you trying to put like, are you putting your daily intake into that, into those hours or? Yeah, I would eat, um, lunch at one o'clock and then I would have dinner usually when I got home around 5 p.m. So some days I just would have, you know, not a lot of calories because I just wasn't hungry. And that's mm. the thing. I, I, if my if I wasn't hungry, I wouldn't eat. Like I wouldn't overdo it. I, I wasn't like, okay, it. well, I didn't like have enough calories there. I'm going to force this down. I would just go with what my body was telling me. And then some days I was like ravenous and I ate like all that entire six hours. I was like shoving food in my face. But I think the biggest thing was like, watching what it was that I was putting in my body. I wasn't like running through McDonald's to get 12 double cheeseburgers. You know, Mm -hmm. I was eating salads and cooking at home. And that was the biggest thing. Like I looked forward to coming home from work and making my meal. It was like a very important thing. Like it wasn't like, Oh God, I got to eat something. So let me Mm -hmm. rush and run, you know, to whatever fast food is around the corner. It was like, I got to come home and actually like cook for my husband and I, if he was here at the time. And, and, um, it was like a, it was, it was a great like experience for me. It was like, Oh, what am I going to make? And I experimented mm. with recipes. So it really all around was a great way to like heal my body and some things I was going through and, um, just felt really better. Lost some weight. Very positive. Yeah. You thing. look actually really good. You look Thanks. great for being pregnant. And everything. Pregnant. You don't even, you don't for even being see pregnant. it. Uh, you <laughs> have the pregnancy glow. So. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> see, I feel opposite. I feel like baby sucking everything out of me my hair's falling out you know my skin's looking pale but <laughs> nice to know thanks guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when you started the intermittent fasting you were already going vegan you were vegan first or were you were you dancing around vegetarian did you go right to vegan how did you actually get to the point where you went from or what did you eat before let's go like how was your life beforehand and then like the choice that made you want to go into vegan was it that documentary that you listened to or was it more things that added up to it so it all started i was don't get me wrong. We all love the taste of meat and cheese. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was a huge red meat eater. Like I wanted steak three times a week. Like Sam and I had a grill. Sam is my husband. Just mm-hmm. 
and we would be grilling steaks and I'd be dumping cheese on sour cream and ranch dressing on top of everything and that was how I ate and I really enjoyed it um but as I got older I started to put a lot of weight on in my midsection in very unhealthy places like up here in your arms and like under your under your arms like where you're not supposed to where they say that's like you could be skinny fat is what they Mm -hmm. call it Mm -hmm. so like you can be thin but still like carry your weight in very unhealthy areas Mm -hmm. even though you look skinny you really are unhealthy and unfit so um i started to have severe GERD like heartburn so bad that i would sit down to eat dinner and i would have to go throw up my food i know it's disgusting but Mm -hmm. like i could not get my food down. I would eat a couple of bites of whatever it was we were eating and I have such bad heartburn that was like the only way I can get rid of it. I would pop Tums and take Prilosex and all that stuff. The only way I could get rid of it was go make myself throw up. It was literally it. How long did you do that for? Oh, for a while. Um, I went to the doctor and they were basically like, okay, well, you got to take this Prilosex for, a, you know, indefinitely. And then eventually you're going to need surgery because if you just allow yourself to have heartburn, you can create a perfect um, environment for cancer, like esophagus cancer. And I'm like, oh, that's really scary. And I think that's why I started looking at the Uh cancer prevention. Just clicked for me. Mm -hmm. Pregnancy brain. So, so yeah. um, And then I was lucky that I had this nurse practitioner kind of on the side was like, hey, you know, he's going to prescribe you, you know, whatever. And you should take him. She's for heartburn. But maybe you should look into your diet. So, like, what are you eating? Like, are you a big um, red wine drinker? And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you a big coffee drinker? I'm like, okay, so you just described my life, basically. And um, she's like, so maybe you should look at those things. So I did what she said. I cut out wine, and uh, that didn't change anything. And then I begrudgingly cut out coffee. That was really tough. Didn't do anything. I still was having the heartburn. So that's when I started doing my own research. I'm like, Okay, surgery and pills for the rest of my life doesn't sound like very much fun. Mm. So I started doing my own research, and that's when I started to see, like, red meat and a reoccurring theme that, like, red meat is a big cause of this. So um, that's when I said, okay, no more red meat. I'm cutting it out. I started, like, eliminating things from my diet. So once I cut out the red meat, I felt a little better, but it, it still wasn't good. So that's when I was like, I really just want to cut out meat altogether. And it was tough because I liked meat. I like my fried chicken, you know, I'm Southern. My grandma's from Macon, Georgia. So she's like, here's some sugar with tea in it. Like that's basically what we used to have. Um, Gizzards, fried gizzards and disgusting Southern things like that. So basically um, I watched a documentary. I just jumped right in and watched like a animal cruelty, like like slaughterhouse documentary. Which one was that? (sighs) Which one was that? So many. No, it was not. What the health is actually doesn't focus on that stuff. You don't mm. see a lot of that stuff. But in this one, I was seeing, like, not to get too graphic. Food Inc. Might it could have been. Inc. That's what it could was. Could have been I food watched, Inc. like, three of them in a row, and I, they all blend together. I don't know which one it was, but I know one actually did focus on you watched the cows being in the slaughterhouse, turned upside down, how they were oh. slaughtered, it, what, what actually all the chicken pens would look like. What like what, I don't the know, chickens are cage, cage free? It's just like cage free, but they're still all like together. It's disgusting, and now they're just pulling out dead ones. And it was just like, and that that did change my perception mm-hmm. on really what the food industry was actually doing in my body as well. And I actually cut out meat and dairy for a while, but I did keep I chicken. I, I did it for like seven, eight months, 
And um, unfortunately, it stopped when I went on a road trip with two people that love fast food. So we stopped and it was hard <laughs> to eat good and not eat cheese or meat when they stop at Taco Bell and McDonald's and Burger King mm-hmm. on every single stop. So I ended up trying to eliminate it, but try to be more conscious of what I'm eating. Uh, I try to go more organic, but I do give myself a little more liberation. Um, but yeah, those documentaries did change the way that I started things too. So yeah. when you're watching everything being slaughtered, brute, you know, and all that, that started changing you to what you were doing. Yeah, and the moment I watched that, um, I went vegetarian from that day vegetarian. forward. Okay. I was like, I'm done. And then gradually, um, I knew I wanted to go full plant-based, but it was a process for me. Some people learn about it and do a bunch of research, and they change overnight. They're like, oh, I can never do this. Like, I can never. And that was kind of like Chelsea DeMandler. Mm-hmm. She watched these um, these. Um, documentaries yeah, and then she immediately called me and she was like oh my god i told her about the documentary yeah she that called night. me and she's yeah. like oh my god you were right oh why didn't i know this why didn't i watch this earlier and she was just up in arms and she was like overnight vegan mm-hmm. but for me it was a process so you know i slowly cut out all the dairy and the cheese was the last thing to go because i was like a pizza holic and like cheese you know i gotta have cheese so that's kind of like the journey of where i went and then um I actually went before I started IF. I wanted I wanted to incorporate the IF and the vegan and the juicing. So basically, what I did was I was going to plan to go IF and be vegan at the same time when I had finally cut everything out. But I did a seven day juice fast to start off everything. Yeah, to like kind of do a, a reset my whole body and yeah. my and my you know immune system and my gut and all that stuff. I wanted to just reset everything. So. For seven days, I drank juice for seven days straight. And then when that was done, I started the IF and slowly refeeding myself with all plant food, basically. Now, what's the difference between being vegan and vegetarian? Dairy. So with the dairy. And eggs. And why is eggs different? So eggs is an animal product. So anything that comes from uh, an animal, you're not vegan if you're eating that. Basically, that's not a vegan. Like no. even wearing stuff that's mm-hmm. okay that even incorporates like keto all that stuff like yep. that that's part of being vegan yeah it's not just what you're eating it's what you're wearing it's your lifestyle essentially yeah okay and i think there's different types of plant-based life i don't like the word vegan so much i feel like it has a negative connotation to it i agree with that i think people hear the word vegan they immediately are like oh you're gonna like you know tell me i'm horrible and and it's it's a negative thing so i think um plant-based I, I like to say I'm a herbivore mm-hmm. I eat a lot of plants and I try because I do care about the animals I've always said I'm an animal lover so I can't really m- mainly it was for my health 100% but like I also think about the animals as well like okay if I can if there is another option then whether rather than wearing wool or leather or something like that why not do it most of the time it's cheaper honestly so that's kind of where I'm at with that and when you started juicing, because I heard some things, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard some things about juicing that you don't absorb the right amount of nutrients. Like, okay, for instance, like a banana. Banana's like this magical fruit that when you eat it, mm-hmm. your body tells it, like, we're done here. But eating one banana, basically your body just says, we got everything we need. We need nothing more. And you only eat one. It's not like that, like potato chip where you can't stop and you got to keep on eating more. So it has all the nutrients in it. But I heard that it's like if you take a banana and eat it rather than rather than blend it, by eating it, your saliva mixes with the enzymes and, and digests it in a certain way, 
rather than it blending and pureeing and it's just a different way it's intake is there, is there a difference between how you're ingesting it and digesting it in the way oh, that you're getting yeah. your nutrients is it better to go smoothies is it better to eat regular do you have anything on that well that... just just so we're clear on juicing is different than smoothies hmm. so you really don't juice a banana banana doesn't produce a lot of juice oh so a banana would be something you're putting in a smoothie and you're blending it up juicing it like literally i have a juicer and i'm extracting all the juice out of these veggies and fruits and all the fibers going in the trash basically oh. so when smoothies are great because you get the fiber but I really wanted to have a fasting period to reset my body. So that's why I decided to juice. Because the thought of me only drinking water for seven days, like going from I just cut out all this dairy and now I'm just going to drink water for seven days, that really scared me. And I don't know if I needed to be that extreme because I had some health issues. But I don't think, you know, I think there are some people that maybe need to be that extreme. But I felt like, okay, I can do with the juice. Um, it was more like a... A cleanse. Yeah, it was a cleanse and more like I needed to like, I couldn't just drink water. I knew I would cheat on it if I only gave myself water for seven days. At least the juice, like I felt like I was, you know, it was like an oral fixation kind yeah. of like I just had something. But you know? also cleaned out like your colon and all of that doing it as well, doing the yeah. cleanse. Yeah. So I don't know how graphic we want to get on this, <laughs> but um, yeah. a part of this, I did a lot of research yeah, before yeah. I did. Obviously. I didn't just say like one day, okay, I'm only going to drink juice for seven days and, you know, let's see how this goes. Um, I think I would have failed if I would have done that. Yeah. I, I did a lot of research. And so a lot of people in my groups and websites that I were part of said, you know, you really have to think about like going to the bathroom and how that's going to work for you when you're juice cleansing. Cause sometimes you don't go cause now you're not putting any more food in your oh, body. It actually, it doesn't, it actually builds more up than like goes mm -hmm, through mm -hmm. because there's not substance to it. Yeah. And, and it, and it, it gets could absorbed be, better, I guess. My headphones are falling off. My <laughs> my small pinhead. Um. So, yeah, I I actually looked into like doing enemas myself in my house. Mm -hmm. So that's what I ended up doing, and it really did help me a ton. And I know like a lot of people are like, you know, it's gross, it's taboo, but it was really awesome. And like without those, like I don't know how well my whole cleanse would have, because it was like I was cleansing my body, and then all the bad stuff I was helping it to come out. And, mm -hmm. Well, on that though, do you actually get rid of the good bacteria as well when you're doing an enema? Like, is that because I don't know where the difference is with the small intestines to the large intestines and doing that, what are the bad bacteria or all that? But if you're doing that, but I'm sure doing the enema, you're releasing that, but then you're replenishing with all the good stuff. That's the point of it. Even yeah. whatever you had, no matter what you're about to put back mm -hmm. in your body, you're replenishing all the good probiotics, all that kind of stuff. Were you taking all that as well? Like probiotics and whatnot? Okay. No. I just, I just did the juicing in the water, and I did the enemas. Um, and whether it cleaned out good stuff, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just know from my own personal experience, after those seven days, I felt, like, great. I felt yeah. like I could go run a marathon. I thought by day seven I was going to be, like, weak, like, oh, feed me, mm -hmm. you know, like, dying on the couch. But really I felt like I could go another couple days without eating, and it would have been fine. Like, I, I felt amazing. So... It's, it's, I mean, I think it's everybody's, um, own personal experience. And I think you have to do your own research and do what works for you. And if you're, you know, at day six or day five and you feel like you're dying and you just don't feel right, you feel like something's wrong, then you just have to listen to your body, you know, but I felt really good. Mm -hmm. So I just went with it.
now I heard something about when you're fasting, your body then after a certain amount of point, like I even think like days two, like I guess like you're saying you're doing a 40 day, like I heard people doing one days, two days, three days. And the more, the longer you go, the, the bad cells, the cancer cells, all those kind of things, they're unable to survive in that kind of environment. So those, by doing that, that's what you're saying by curing cancer, those cells are starting to die because your good cells are starting to, I guess, what is it? Is it the, the, the half-life of the cells or how weak they are and they just don't... They're, they're starved, okay. basically. So they, they, um, they survive on like sugar and stuff like that. So um, when you're feeding them really sugar and they're surviving, you know, they're thriving. So when you starve them, your good cells can replenish, you know, mm -hmm. they can replenish themselves, but the cancer cells can't when you starve them. So basically that's, that's what people were doing with that, those extreme long water fasts and things like that. Um, I use curezone.org a lot. What is that? So it's a... How do Cure, C-U-R-E-Z-O-N-E mm -hmm. dot org. So it's basically like um, a message board, mm -hmm. kind of. And then people talk about, there's some doctors that go on there and give advice, like homeopathic doctors and things like that, naturalists. Um, so it's really some great information. And I did a lot of my research on there because I wanted personal experience. I didn't just want to hear... You know, this side of the medicine says, don't do that, that's bad. And this side of the medicine says it's good. I wanted to hear people who said, I did this, and this is what happened. This is, you know, my personal experience of what happened to me. The good and the bad, I wanted to mm -hmm. hear. So I really thought, um, you know, stats and and tests and things like that are great. But, like, I want real people, everyday people like us that said, okay, I did this seven-day cleanse, yeah. and it was horrible. Or I did the seven-day cleanse, and it was great. So, I'm sure it varies from person to person depending yeah. on what you can tolerate, what your body. You gotta listen, like you said, listen to your body. Now, do you still do you still intermittent fast now? Like you're pregnant, do you still do it now? Is that even healthy for a baby? Have you looked into that? I don't. Yeah. Do people intermittent fast with babies? I don't know how that works. If your baby's requiring stuff, do they need to fast too? <laughs> I don't know. No, I wouldn't I, imagine so. I, I think don't it's more about. That's a good idea. I like, wouldn't think so either. I'm not too yeah, sure. Yeah, because now you know your body is using you know more of like like for instance when i went to the doctor they're like oh is your 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 blood pressure's lower like your body is now you're tired because you're doing double time so i think oh, yeah. you got to have like three full meals a day you got to eat when you're hungry like i said mm -hmm. i was getting nauseous when i didn't eat so that wasn't a good sign you know before when i would fast for 18 hours i didn't get nauseous mm -hmm. so no, I don't think it's a great idea to do while I'm pregnant. But, you know, you have to talk to your doctor and you have to do your own research. For It's different for everyone. And I was also very small when I started um, this pregnancy journey. So a lot of women start out a little bit larger and, you know, they want to be cautious of how much weight they're putting on. Mm -hmm. So that's something that you have to think about. So I feel like I had a little bit more breathing room. Not that I'm saying I want to go ahead and just eat everything in sight and put on a bunch of weight, but I feel like... You know, okay, so if I gain a little bit more weight, then, you know, um, you know, I, say, I think they say you can gain up to 40 pounds, which scares the heck out of me. The thought of 40 pounds, I'm like, what? No. So, you know, I just think you have to talk to your doctor and do what works for you. And have you changed anything about your diet now? Have you supplemented anything different now that you are pregnant? Or are you still doing the same things you were doing, just more of it? Or how is your diet now with the baby? Because I'm sure you're making a lot of concerns. Obviously, you're 
even coming in here, the things you're saying, the, the meal you ate now, the way that you were talking, like you want you want this baby to be in the best environment possible can from the from the genesis of it to to birth. You've been, you've been like that. Sounds <laughs> good. <laughs> you you're trying. You know, you want to make sure that this baby has because there's complications. We see babies all day long with you know allergies and all this kind of stuff. And I don't, I don't know what that causes from. I don't know why we have allergies, but you have all these little things that like my son has diabetes, and I still think like they say there's nothing that you could have done. It's just whatever. But something in me wants to say, well, okay, well. If Kyler was born in your body and was given a plant-based diet all the time, I'm not saying we did anything wrong. We didn't know any better. You know, we just did whatever. I, I he was eating what I was eating. I eat like a ten-year-old. He was eating all that stuff. Like that's how I lived my whole entire life. But I just say, what if there was a little bit of a diet for him? What if he didn't have antibiotics that one time that he that he got E. coli? Or what? What if all that stuff never happened? Would he have diabetes now? What if he was? Who knows? We were eating like three bubble burgers. We we're going like right. a week. We were going to like five guys all the time. We ate really bad. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying, what if he was eating such a diet like this? Would he have this? I don't know. So so now you're pregnant. You got to think about these things too. You're around it all all over, all over. You see your friends with it. You see all that and their kids. So what are you now doing for your body, for your child, or your girl, whatever it ends up being? What are you doing for your child now? What are you thinking? Kate, oh, I, I have my opinions. I believe, oh, do you? No. I can imagine it being a girl. That's what I was shooting sense. for—a girl. It makes sense, but I want—I want a boy. You know what? I, I just want, want healthy. Girl. Honestly, uh, I just honestly. want healthy. They always say that. They always say that. Yeah, and it really doesn't matter. You know, I—I I was hardcore. Like, I want a boy. I only want boys. And mm -hmm. then my niece came along. She's so adorable. Oh, she's oh my gosh, so she is just like in. The, I just love her so much, and I'm like, you know what? A girl would be totally fine. Mm -hmm. my, if she's anything like my niece, she's mm -hmm. awesome. She's the happiest child the ever. The best little gangster you'll ever meet. <laughs> no, really. But, um, so, yeah, I just have, I don't do fasting, obviously. Okay. No. Um, and other than that, like, I'm basically still eating plant-based. Mm -hmm. um, I'm out here in Florida right now. My parents have chickens. So my parents have mom and dad. They said, if you talk about us in your podcast, Tell us how great they are. So my mom and dad are so great, and they have nine chickens. I would love to have chickens. I was thinking about the other day. Like people see uh, people I see with chickens. A lot of people have chickens. Yeah. And even for the eggs, the eggs are different. Like you right. See the eggs are yellow. Yeah. They're like orange. And they're orange. And they're, and they're delicious. And they're so good. I've been. Yeah. Here, I want it. I want a real egg. If you can, can you get me one? Oh, mom, you listen to this. Chris wants some uh, Cherie's Farm eggs. She'll, I would she'll love get eggs. Don't worry. I'm actually them over on eggs. Sunday. I would love, I love a couple eggs for sure. I want to see what she'll a, a real like egg is like. I'll don't take worry. them. I will take them for sure. <laughs> now you're on the hook for a half dozen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's fine with it. Um, yeah, they're they're really good. And so when I'm in Florida, I know my mom's chickens are really well taken care of. Mm -hmm. They're not like the chickens I saw right. on the documentaries, and they're very happy. Yes. They all have names. They're like part of the family, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'll eat, like this morning, I actually, the first time that I've been here, I actually had two eggs mm. this morning for my mom's chickens. So that was something I haven't done in, in, in a while. So that was kind of cool. Um, it was sort of vegan community is like, oh, she's a fraud. I know. She's I know. a fraud. Why would she do <laughs> I know, right? But that's but why I don't is. see. That's why I don't you like. You can't that. do it. You can't. Yeah, again, it's the vegan, like mm -hmm. you said, it's ba mainly plant-based diets, which you focus on, right? Which, you know, and you don't like to do anything that's animal product, right? I mean, what kind of things are you thinking now? I mean, what what do you do? You do any supplements or anything like that that you would recommend? Prenatals. You do prenatals. And I now. do take B twelve. Um, 
I've, I've taken B12 all through my diet, like before I was pregnant and everything. And I do like DHA, which is like the omega-3, but it's not from a fish oil. Mm. Um, it's from a plant source. And then um, I forgot to bring it with me, but my yeah. vitamin C, it's up in, it's up in PA, but I'll, I'll get back on that train uh, when I get home. Yeah. And um, so I was taking folic acid, right? And I got tricked. Well, not really. It was my own fault. I bought a thing of folic acid and didn't read the label, right? So I'm taking this every day. Like even when I was trying to get pregnant, yeah. I was taking this folic acid. And then one day, for some reason, I was reading an article about how on one of my websites, and I don't remember which one it was, one of my natural websites, and it was saying like folic acid, you should actually do like methylfolate, which is like because your body can't actually process the folic acid and like convert it to what you need for the pregnancy, which I never knew. And there's a bunch of technical stuff to it that I don't understand and mm. I'm not qualified to explain. So I'm not even going to go mm. there. But um, so then I took the folic acid and reading it. It's like contains milk. Oh. And I'm like, crap. Seriously? And I'm like, why am I, Why do I think it's okay for me to not read labels anymore? Like, mm. I think I'm so good now. I go in the grocery store and I'm like, I know what I'm doing. Like <laughs> everything I buy is dairy free. But like really you still, you still have to read the labels. Yeah. I did this the other day. I bought some salt and vinegar chips from the Wawa. You know, mm -hmm. Wawa. Woo, PA. Yeah. Wawa's great. And I'm like, ooh, salt and vinegar chips. Oh, this brand, they don't put dairy in there. Regular, they only put it in, like, the cheese, the cheddar, whatever chips. Mm -hmm. So I'm, like, munching on these chips, and then I'm like, you know, I flip it over. And of course, it's like, contains milk. And I'm like, oh, I'm screwing up in life here. <laughs> so um, I bought the methylfolate. I've been taking that now yeah. instead because I, I read up on the article um, about that and it was just saying your body can use that um, vitamin the right way or like convert it how it's supposed to for the babies for like brain development things yeah. like that the omega, yeah the omega-3 is extremely important mm -hmm. a lot of people say like even coconut oil all that kind of stuff it's extremely good mm -hmm. um, and that was the problem like you were saying going to the going to the stores when I did the no meat no dairy thing like you said it everything I did Contains milk, contains milk. Yeah, a lot of stuff Everything. Does. A bar. Like, any kind of, like, any bar of whatever. Like, a mm -hmm. granola bar. Or, you know, some of that stuff, it's like, all contains milk. So, it's really hard to escape it. And that's the main reason. Like, I, I would love to eat vegan if it was served to me. My main <laughs> problem. Have to work I don't want to have... I don't know. I get... I'm the same way. Probably there's many people over here. There's many people probably listening as well that, like, it's just intimidating in general just to be able to eat that way without with trying to avoid all the milks and trying to avoid all the things that have that have any kind of meat in it or any kind of animal product in it that was I mean how did you be able to find out like this is good and where did you start to cook books or what because that's my main thing is I would eat more about it if I knew more about it like I'm just me and Kyler and it's just yeah he he's got a menu of like only like six different things and they I all know. love milk and Kyler's cheese tough. I know so he's <laughs> tough so it's like I it's hard for me to get him to adapt especially when so all these different things, but what did you end up doing? How'd you start with, how'd you start, I guess, learning what to start to cook and what you liked? Yeah, it took, it took some time. It was tough because sometimes I'm like, I would get frustrated. Like, I feel like it, and my brother and sister-in-law complain about this all the time. They're like, you know, there's, it's hard. It, and they're like on the go. They have a lot going on. You know, they're like a farmhouse too. They've got, they're probably going to kill me. They have like 18 ducks <laughs> and um, they have a chicken and they have all the dog and the cats, four cats and um, two dogs and the baby. 
So they're like, we are on the go. We don't have time to do your fancy meals you make. They go on my Instagram and they're like, when you have time, it must be nice to be like a single, like, hey, my husband's at work. Can we make this fancy dinner? We don't have time for that. And I'm like, okay. And they're, so they complain, like they get sick mm. of it. So it is really like a trial and error. It takes some time to really figure out um, what you like. And like, we have some go-to meals, but we are, like we were talking about purple carrot earlier. So Purple Care, it's like a meal delivery service. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of like Blue Apron? Blue Apron, I've heard of, yes. It's very similar, but it's plant-based. It's, it's all plant-based. Delicious. So yeah, I actually, I, have... I actually sent Katie a free box. So you can... I did, and I um, I did the free box, and then I kept it going for probably two, three weeks. I just, then I wasn't home all the time to cook them, and then I found myself wasting a meal, and I felt really bad about doing it. So mm. I didn't, I haven't been t- keeping up with it, but I enjoyed it, and I'm not a cook and everyone knows that, but um, it, it, makes it, it, easy, me, right? it makes it easy for me to cook because they have everything sized out by portions for you. And they tell you, you know, put this in there. Well, it's already Cut done for you. Yeah. And they tell you how to do it. Pictures and steps and all this and that. And it's already done. Pre-sized, pre-measured, easy to go. And the food is really good. I cooked it for my roommate recently, who's like one of my really good friends. And we were eating and I was like, I'm not a good cook, but we're going to try this. And so we cooked it and... She was really impressed too because she doesn't eat the whole vegan style either, and it was really good. What, um, what exactly, like for instance, what would come in it? Like, what kind of a meal? Like, would they? We did soup one time, right? You oh, did that one too. We would yeah. exchange messages all the time over those soup. There was like um, some kind of stuff. One of my favorites we had, and now I make this on the reg. Like uh-huh. I made my own recipe. It's like a portobello, um, kind of like a BLT, but okay. it was like portobello mushrooms and it was like marinated in this like maple syrupy like smoky flavor uh-huh. so it's kind of like bacon so to say okay. but like mushrooms it's not really bacon and then um tomato um i put avocado on mine because mm. i love avocado mm. lettuce and vegan mayo toast up some bread so it's a nice little blt and sam actually really enjoys that too you know my bacon eating southern boy is like yeah i'll eat this no problem so um something like that or they have um they do like a lot of asian stuff so like curries and lentil Mm. soups and um japanese bowls and like way out of the box stuff you would be like "Eh." if you went somewhere and you're at a restaurant you're like i don't think i'd order that and then you make it and it's usually like the strangest one that you're like that's my favorite Mm -hmm. like that's sam we get the three recipes and there's like one he's avoiding and I'm like, babe, I'm like, you yeah, know, you're going to have to eventually we paid for this. So I know that you want to eat the pasta one first and then you want to eat the sandwich one because, you know, he's like, ooh, sandwich, you know, pasta. And then there's this like vegan Japanese like udon noodle bowl or something with broth. And he's like pushing that one to the side. I'm like, we're going to eat it. So mm-hmm. you might as well just get it over with and make it. And then we, that one ends up being his favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's usually like, that's my favorite. So I get a lot of inspiration for Purple Carrot. Pinterest. Mm. You go on Pinterest, you type in vegan anything, and there's a recipe for it. Name it, I've probably looked it up and made it. Like, vegan biscuits and gravy. Oh, we're, no, we're not sponsored by Purple, Purple no, Carrot. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, as if it would be a thing, guys. Yeah. Um, no, um, so you must get also to good ideas from those meals. Because... There's some things that are vegan as hell, and I have no idea that they're vegan, but they taste really good. Yeah. Like, they actually have things that, like, taste like meat. And it's all like, alternatives. You, mm-hmm. It's all like, really. You, like, they're doing such a good job. Like, they have, like, a non-dairy cheese. Mm-hmm. 
It's like I, I don't I don't actually know where to find that, but I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, Publix. I couldn't find it. Maybe, I, geez, I swear such they have a whole edit. section. I whole did foods. zero. There's a whole section. It's not as big as it should be though. They whole foods is great. I mean, whole I know food. it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I go to Trader Joe's, get all my produce and everything, and then whatever these weird little things I like, like my bean cream cheese, I go to um, Whole Foods and get it, you know, the off things that I can't find at, like, you know, Pennsylvania's grocery store. It's, like, mm-hmm. the giant. That's what the one right across the street from us called. Giant. I'm like, what the hell is this? Where is Publix? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> so that, that's been an adjustment, too, because mm-hmm. that's the closest one. All the other good grocery stores I have to drive really far to go to. Um, but, yeah, so they have alternatives for everything. But I'm careful with that stuff. Because, you know, it's all processed. You yeah, too. Enough. You got to stay away from the, You, you yeah. must be also, too. Okay, so if you're eating, not, you're not only, you know, plant-based and all that, but you're just a healthy individual in, in general. So staying right. away from, staying away from processed Staying away from all that, it has to be important too. Now, as vegan, there's a lot of vegan processed stuff as well. That just because it's vegan, it's still processed. It right. may not be the best thing for you, as well. Well, absolutely. And like even the other night, I was with Mary, and we were driving to dinner, and I forget what I was saying. I don't know what we were talking about, and I said something. I was like, "Well, you know, like Oreos or something." And she's like, "Oreos aren't vegan." I'm like, "Oh yeah, they are." And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, what's the cream in the middle? I'm like, well, it sure ain't milk. It's probably some, like, <laughs> chemical, sugary, whatever. You know, and I'm like, and I like Oreos. Oreos dipped in some almond milk is great. Oh, so good. But yeah. at the same time, like, you can't live off of Oreos. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have, it's a, a give and take with that. You have to be careful. Um, and, yeah, it's easy to go to the store and buy a bag of, like, vegan chicken strips that are, like, fried. Mm. You know, and you just heat them up and they taste kind of like, well, for me, other people say they don't taste like chicken at all, but I haven't eaten chicken in so long that like, do you crave it? No. It's at the point where it doesn't, you know, when it starts getting to the point where you're like, I don't even need meat anymore. Like how long do you think in, because I remember it too, and, and correct me if I'm wrong too, from what I believe that it is. It's like once you, your microbiome, you stop. Like, that's basically telling you what you want. That's telling you craves. The bugs inside, it's like 90% bacteria. Mm-hmm. The rest of it, it's, it's pretty crazy. We're just controlled by this bacteria that tells us, I want this, I want this. But then when you starve that bacteria, it no longer is there to have any control to say, I want this anymore. So you might not even crave meat at all. Mm-hmm. Do you, like, get repulsed by it? Is it something like you look at and just, like, it's just, you have nothing about it? Or you probably have repulsed by it because you know just in general, like, what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. What do you think about, what do you think though about the people that do? Because you have friends, you have Sam, they're not vegan. They may not know the adjustment. I mean, you, this is kind of like a newer movement. When you were doing it a couple years back, I don't know, what was that, two, three years ago when you started doing it. And then like, I was against it. I was making fun of you. You know, it's just like, why don't you make any cheese? So it's just like, you must now, I mean, it's more acceptable now, yeah. I would imagine. It's more like they're having more stores, more fast food restaurants. Oh yeah, it's getting easier. It's getting real sure. easy. And they, even the stores like like Walmart now has a whole like organic and they, they, mm-hmm. they do have a whole different section now too that they're turning over because they realize the market wants it. So they're doing what the market wants. But now how is it with you and friends and you being around friends and how that all changed? I mean, is it, do they give you a lot of crap? Is it hard for you to be around them? I mean... You being your lifestyle, you know, what is that like with everybody else around you? Do you have to kind of adjusting that? Like living with Sam in general, just how is it different? Sam has been great. Um, You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be like, you know what, Sam, you got to do what I say and eat what I say you got to eat because I don't think that 
but you know, as soon as he gets out and gets away from me, it's going to shove a stake down his throat. So that's not going to work. Um, I just let it speak for itself with him. So when we're at home, we cook vegan. He cooks vegan. He loves cooking purple carrot. In fact, he probably makes more of the purple carrot meals than I do because he likes to do it. It's like he goes in there, he puts his headphones in, he's listening to his Luke Combs or whatever, the country stuff he listens to. He's in there jamming out and I'm on the couch watching TV or whatever I'm doing and he's cooking dinner and he really enjoys it. So um, he's been great. And he tells me like when he eats really good with me for like a week or so, he feels really good. And then, like, if I'm out, like, right now, I said to him, actually, we were on the phone earlier, and I'm like, how bad has your diet been, like, since <laughs> I've been gone? And he's like, we've been really good, babe. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, mm-hmm. because if he had been really good, he'd be like, oh, I ate this and I ate that. But he was just like, yeah, I've been good. We had, like, no follow-up. So I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I can only imagine. But I'm just joking with him. Like, I know he eats whatever he wants, but he'll tell me, and then he won't feel good. You know, he'll be overtired and, like, oh, uh, you know. He hadn't eaten red meat in like six months. And we went out to his place. He decided he really wanted this burger. He ordered this burger. And then we went back to the house. And we're about to start an episode of Westworld. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, I'll be, I just got to use the bathroom real quick. I'll be right back. Sorry to blow you up on, mm-hmm. on the podcast, Dan. And um, <laughs> he's gone for a while. And I'm like, all right, you know, I kind of want to start the episode. So I'm like playing on my phone, trying to distract myself. And I'm like waiting. Finally comes out. I'm like, you good? He's like, I'm good. All right sits down we get like 15 minutes into the episode and he's like babe can you pause it and i'm like oh boy so i'm like yeah that red meat didn't go over so well with you huh and he's like no yeah i probably won't do that again so um you know i let it speak for itself with him and like i'm Mm. never like putting pressure on him you know what i mean i i might make jokes with him and stuff Mm. because like he was here visiting i wasn't here and he went to see my saw my parents and one of my mom's chickens. My mom, like I said, people are probably going to laugh, but my mom loves her chickens. Mm-hmm. They're like her they're babies. Like, yeah, no, they really are, pets. and they're sweet. And one of them was really sick. So while Sam was in town, she had to put her chicken down. It was like a very uh-huh. emotional thing for her. She was really upset, and he was there. And he saw like how much it affected her and everything. So sometimes I'll give him a hard time if he like orders chicken or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, if you're okay with it, you know, that's like our, our friends, our pets, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. he'll just like give me this dirty look, you know? So I just think, um, I let it speak for itself and I just tell everybody and yeah, people give me a hard time, but most of my friends, they all love me, you know, and they're just joking with me. No mm-hmm. one is actually like vicious or mean about it. Like, Oh, you know, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? So, um, everyone jokes. Yeah. It's fine. I don't take it seriously. Like, Mary's probably the biggest joker no, of it. But she's, she's been good. She's actually gone and eaten at three vegan restaurants. Me and Chelsea. You had her do that? that? You just went to one just we while did. you were down here, right? She's gone to Christopher's Kitchen. She's gone to Darbser. And when we were up in PA, we made a reservation. We went to Veg in Philly, which is an all-vegan place. Uh-huh. And she ate at all of them. I so, saw, like, chocolate cakes. I saw that dessert mm-hmm. you guys had. I was proud of her. And, you know, she didn't love it. She wasn't like, oh, this is so good. I'm turning vegan tomorrow. She's trying yeah, but she, yeah. yeah, she was, She's she was open there. to She's it. Supportive. I think some people mold to that, or like, uh, you're even encouraging with it. So lately, we have been using a cookbook together. I got that after uh, the kitchen. Yeah, so we know. Kitchen. Yes, and now we're like, we bookmark things, and then like, I'm texting, I'm like, oh, I'm cooking today. I mean, it may take me hours to do anything, but it's kind of encouraging, and it's fun. Yeah. It is entertaining, too. And, and that book is like. It's great. It cusses at you. It does, it cusses oh, it at does? you. Oh, yeah, like, I was vulgar. Thinking, French toast, and it's telling yes. you, like, put the batter or whatever, and they're like, 
slowly stir in the wet ingredients to the dry, and that goes slowly, motherfucker. In big words. <laughs> yeah. And I'm it's like, hilarious. What? So you're like reading it, and you're like, I gotta make this, and then it's like cracking you up. I did that with the rice, and I sent you a picture, and I was like, it says, don't touch the fucking pot. (laughs) And I'm like, I said, no, seriously, don't fucking touch it. I'm like, okay, okay. It's really good. That's cool. uh, My uh, brother-in-law and his girlfriend got it for me for my birthday. I think it was supposed to be for Christmas, but Mm -hmm. I didn't see him until my birthday, which is August. So I got it. It's a really cool cookbook. So I said to Katie, I'm going to use it. She's like, I used to have that. So she's like, you inspired me. And she went out. I literally bought it that day. Yeah, so ever since. So we have like. Long distance text cooking. Yeah, yeah. So a little bit of community. She's kind of helping Chelsea. me out here. You got Chelsea too. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember you got. Chelsea's she jumped my right vegan sister. Yeah, got, girl. You guys got vegan tattoos. Mm-hmm. We do. You guys got vegan tattoos. See this sucker. Uh, show, I actually make it Show it to the camera. Oh, your camera. <laughs> <laughs> I was showing I you like, guys. No, I like that one. That's actually that's actually that's really one. elegant. You did a really good mm-hmm. job with that. Chelsea went hardcore. She got she the word, word vegan on her wrist. Yeah, so there's no no going back. For no, yeah, you can't go back. Yeah. She's not I just around. want I just want somebody like a, like an insurance agent just to be walking around just waiting for her to slip up. That's a milk product. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was like a bonding experience for us. We had a good time. You know, because I've always been BFF with Mary and like mm-hmm. Chelsea yeah. and I have always been friends. But like I feel like the whole being on the vegan playing together it's really kind of like brought us even closer which has been nice it's a whole new friendship like we've always been friends and like I don't want her to think like ew girl you weren't friends with me before you know but like we were but that really like just brought us to another level and like we just have something we really relate on and we can fall back on each other for having a hard time or have a question or things like that so it's been really good and you know my whole family went vegan I mean I know I've talked about them but even my niece has been vegan since birth so I think it's yeah. so cool that your whole family is that way. I didn't know yeah. that until I think your bachelorette trip and we all went to eat dinner and your bachelorette. mom was talking about it. Mm-hmm. No, we yeah. weren't vegan. <laughs> no, your Maybe. mom talked about it. At my bachelorette? No, I wasn't vegan at my wedding. You weren't, I know. Mm-hmm. But she was. maybe she was talking about eating. I don't, I don't know. know. We talked about it. Whatever at the time, yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's been uh, – I, I got – you know, and they – they say they didn't make fun of me before, but they did. Um, and they're like, we never made fun of you. But, like, we would go to dinner, and I would, uh-huh. like, ask a question about, like, does this have dairy in it or something? My mom goes, we have a vegan with us or something like that. But now she denies that. Now she's going to listen to this and yell at me, by mm-hmm. the way. But, like, she denies that she did that, but she did. But, uh, like, I, it, that's always been my mom. My mom, when she was vegetarian, my mom was vegetarian. Maybe that's first. what she was. She was saying vegetarian. My mom's been vegetarian since, like, 2008 or something. Yeah, oh, she wow. was telling you it was a really long time, yeah. and I was actually really like, I was in shock. I had no idea. So she was a vegetarian before you started your. Yeah, I was. I was a vegetarian like, in yeah. 2015. Really? So my mom was a vegetarian for a long. That's time. That's what she was talking about, mm-hmm. and it was impressive to me because I didn't think like my parents' generation before all that. I, I don't think it had I would reached say all them as much. Pes- well, you can't even call her pescatarian. She doesn't That's- eat fish, but before she's totally vegan now. But she used to eat like shrimp. But otherwise, no. No meat whatsoever so since, like, I think she, she'll she correct me, but 20, uh, 2008, maybe, 2007, something like that. So, like, she used to give us crap, you know? Like, we'd be, like, Christmas morning, like, cooking up our bacon, and she'd be like, do you know <laughs> what bacon is? Do you like baby pigs? And I'd be like, Mom, just shut up. You know what I mean? And now I look back, and I'm like, you know, Mom knows everything. you got to listen to your mom sometimes, yeah. man. So, yeah, it's been great. I mean, um... But you guys, I mean, you guys don't make fun of me, so. No. A lot of times, Katie tries to eat that way. 
Well, which I do when try. her and I talk. Yeah. I don't know which, you know, you might, you might call her out, but the thing is, is I don't cook all that much. So whatever people are cooking, but yeah, I know I do try when I cook, at least that's, that's what I usually go with. I don't cook meat usually ever. Well, and Sunday, so we're getting, so to tell everyone we're having a get together at Evans for Come football on mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. Just everyone show up at Evans and drop stuff on the floor. He'll love it. Crumbs everywhere. He won't even watch a game. He'll be going around with the damn broom and the dustpan like, these scrubs come in my house. You know how he is. Surprised he doesn't have a Roomba at this point. Oh, I know. I don't know how. Like I, His Christmas nieces gift. are over there, and I know he loves them, but he's like always, wait, where'd that kid go? What, what's it touching? Yeah, like, what's, what's, what's he had a dog over there, there the other day, right? His yeah. mom's dog. Yeah. Oh, and he was like, yeah, but he always used to have like Lex. Lexi, the dog, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. one's a puppy, though. He made exceptions sometimes, but the little puppy, yeah. It's a little yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm going to make some loaded vegan tater tots. Yes, I've been waiting so for those. Good. Those are the ones I was telling you about. Sounds so And good. that's going to have some of the vegan melted cheese mm-hmm. on it, so you can give that oh, a little yeah, yeah, yeah. try. And then I'm going to make, um, well, I don't know if I'll be able to make two of them. I'm going to try, but I have a, from Thug Kitchen. Banana cream pie recipe. Oh, yes, you God. told me it was vegan. so good, right? Did so, you make? Yeah, so I'm making one tomorrow because mm. Miami FSU game tomorrow. Go Canes. <laughs> Eat the Knolls. Um, sorry, Mary. So um, I'm going to make that pie for tomorrow to watch the game. So I'm hoping my mom has these little smi- small pie pans. I can make two and maybe bring one over to Evan. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, I wanted to try that. So don't kill so me if I don't have it. It's like, okay, sorry. No, those tots just sound gooder than heck, mm-hmm. so I want some of that. I think I showed you a picture of when she did it, maybe. Mm, I can just imagine. No, I'm loaded. Those were just plain, like, those were, like, quick. The I'm ones starving with the hot buffalo sauce. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to make these, like, with all the stuff on them. Like, vegan ranch. Now we're going to be looking forward to that. Buffalo sauce, cheese. Guac is going to the side. Tomatoes, um, green onion, like, the whole nine. Mm, They're so going to right? Like, nachos, basically. Like, yeah. tots. Yeah. What are the difference? You know, I don't, I think it tastes very similar because everything is topping. Yeah, so n- you guys can give a report on how the vegan food was, you know? I'll do that. Yeah, I'm next. In. I'll yeah. do that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and like I was over there last Sunday and Evan was cooking, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, they're, they're like, what are you going to eat, Tosh? And I'm like, well, I don't know. What are you making? He's like, I'm going to make some stir fry, like veggies and rice and stuff. And I go, well, are you putting something dead in there? <laughs> he goes, <laughs> some chicken and I'm like <laughs> it's this count yeah and he's like looking at me and I'm like all right well don't worry about it he's like no 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 no. so he was great he um you know he makes fun of me mm-hmm. but like he makes me food so yeah. you know it works out so he just did the chicken separate he finished the veggies like Tasha come and get here and get what you want because I'm about to dump the chicken in it so I got a portion of my veggies and he added the chicken later so you know everybody's been really great about like working around it and you know just, yeah, I think it's just what ends up being the problem is like you get some because when you think the vegans typically you almost get this racket that like they're you know having picket signs and I they're know. down your throat saying mm-hmm. oh are you really going to eat that chicken like kind of with your mom and the bacon so you get you almost get to that thing just like oh we got the vegan around let's mm-hmm. you know that could be a problem but I'm obviously with your circle it's it's not even the case for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just are very, you're very elegant with it. You don't shove it down your throat. Like you said, you kind of like, you speak from what works for you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you offer, it's, it's facts. I mean, what you're saying, it actually makes sense. You're saying stuff like, the, you know, everything's getting killed. You know, if you can find a different alternative and turn mm-hmm. it into that, it's, it, it's not only making you feel better. 
right? You're now raising a child that's being like in a body, a temple that's, you know, completely like plant-based, putting all the nurture. You need to obviously take care of yourself. You look great. Um, now, what is it like for you? You're not nauseous at all. I mean, I can imagine too, you've been doing this for three years. What has it been like for you health-wise? Have you been getting sick? Do you get, like, what is that like? Is that, have you seen any changes in actually your general health in, in general? Headaches, sicknesses, all that kind of stuff. Has that kind of stuff gotten better or does that exist? Or how do you see your body in that? I'm happy to report I have no heartburn any longer. Heartburn <laughs> is completely gone. I can sit down, eat a meal with no issue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely, I lost about 20 pounds. And I didn't really need to lose a ton of weight, but it was like the bad fat, like what we were talking about, mm. you know? Uh, I slimmed down a lot. I just felt better. I didn't need to sleep as much. Like before it was like I was exhausted. I would wake up in the morning from work and I was exhausted. I was dragging myself out of the bed, but it's not like that. Now I wake up and I'm like, it's a brand new day. Even pregnant, I get tired. Like obviously, you know, you get fatigue and things, but I feel like for the most part, I'm not like, oh, I'm so tired. You know, I just need to lay down. Like, I feel good. Um, so that's the biggest thing is just my quality of life overall has improved. Mm-hmm. And when I started this journey, I had no idea, like, that was going to happen. It was just more like, I need to get rid of this heartburn. I don't want to get cancer. I don't want surgery. And I don't want to take pills the rest of my life. So that was the goal. And, like, um, what I was – just to go back one step with my friends – um, the thing I think is so funny, just to talk about a, a little comedy here is when I go out to eat with my friends and, and not you, Katie, but other friends, like we'll have a dinner plan. We're going to meet here. We're going to go to dinner. And my friends will literally like text me or we'll have a group text. And we'll be like, just so you know, I'm ordering steak. Sorry. Like, don't get mad or something like that. Or like, we'll go to a restaurant or, like, we'll be over their house and be a potluck or something. They'll be like, oh, my gosh, this buffalo chicken dip is so good. you got to try it. And then they'll look at me and go, oh, sorry. And I'm like, no. Like, I finally, like, tell them, like, guys, you don't have to be sorry. Like, this is a conscious choice that I've made for myself. Like, I don't want that. Like, I'm glad that you think it's delicious and it's your thing and you're enjoying yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no desire to eat that. Like, don't feel bad for me. Like, it's not like I'm allergic to this and I never got to try it in my life and I'm like deprived of something they treat me like I'm like you know like you can't have like you're allergic to it like I can't have wine or something like Mm -hmm. sorry well that is kind of the case right now but (laughs) you know I'm like I'm not sad about it you guys I'm good they're like I'm so sorry and I'm like no you can order a steak like I'm not gonna eat that steak because I know what happens when I eat that steak and I don't feel good when I eat Mm -hmm. that steak it makes me sick literally yeah like it makes me sick Mm -hmm. so um yeah, so that's for everybody listening. Like, if you know someone who's like chooses to be a vegetarian or vegan or plant based or whatever they call themselves, like, don't feel sorry about your diet. You know, like, they're good with their diet. That's why they're doing it. So I just thought that was really funny. It made me think of that. And, um, you know, it, it's it's definitely like been. Not only has it just like I started out like I said, like let me change my diet so I can get rid of heartburn, but it's really like changed my entire life and my view on so many things. I have a lot of anxiety and depression in my family. I suffered with that for years. Like that's gone. I sleep at night. No, um, panic attacks long gone in the past. Haven't had those in a long time. And like just all over, overall, my energy is positive. My outlook on life is more positive Mm -hmm. and I have a lot of hope. You know, I think, 
the world is going to start moving more plant-based. And that's a hope that I have because not only is it really good for me and my baby, it's good for our environment. And I want my baby to have a future. I want this Mm. earth to be around. I want it to be as beautiful as I remember it as a kid. So that worries me. You know, like, where are we going? Like, I I know we were talking about a little bit about early about, you know, the global warming and things like that with the um, farming industry. And I don't know, you know, what end of the spectrum we were talking about really is the truth. But I just feel like if we all made a healthier choice, you know, just one day a week, it would make a huge difference for each person. Because I just feel like the, um, and I don't feel like it's true that disease, chronic disease is just growing. You know, there's so many more people out there who have things like diabetes and have things like cancer and heart disease. Like we were talking about, like if you're a meat eater, if you're a standard American diet, you have a 50% chance of having a heart attack in your life. Yeah. If you're a man, isn't that a scary stat? You have a one in two chance. That's so scary to me. If you're a vegan, you have a 4% chance. And, and the fact that there's people that were able to reverse type 2 diabetes and heart disease by Cancer. just a low-fat, plant-based diet. Yeah. And people were, you know, staying off the meats and just concentrating on the plant. And it would reverse those things that they had originally by eating traditional things that they would. And I try to see that too. And it's just like, okay, but I'm going to make the choices to eat a steak, to eat or whatever. If I can and if I am doing that, I try to err on the side of organic, grass-fed, something right. of that nature. Because when you're looking at these, you got chickens and you got cows eating corn. Corn's not in their diet. Mm-hmm. And if we are what we eat, they are what they eat, we're eating them. They got nothing. Like, at least if they're eating some kind of grass, they're getting some kind of nutrients back from the earth. And they're starting to kind of more of a like more healthy. I know if you're going to go that route, I would err on that if anything. But even in general, like you said, when, they, when people were doing meats and all that, they did have a higher chance of all the other diseases. Yeah. So you can't go wrong by going plant-based if that's if that's an option that you can do. Right. And people say, you know, we've always ate meat all through history. And that's true. It's but a I, different world, too. Right, that's what I'm We're saying. We're well-educated. We we've come a long way since the caveman. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, really. Well, and not even that. I just think our food, the way it's produced, is yeah. so different from that. Well, you know, we're well, conscious about everything. Yeah, yeah. Wait, everything's processed. You got yeah. chickens that are processed. You got antibiotics given inside hormones, of them. Uh, growth hormones, and antibiotics, and you know everything is. They add sugar to everything. Mm. Yep. Your toothpaste. They add sugar to your toothpaste. Can you imagine? Like, sugar is literally like it lights your everything. brain up, like you were on coke or heroin. They want they want everyone to be addicted to sugar because yeah. it's money. That's money, of course. And then they're going to dump their junk into Lake Okeechobee. But that's a different <laughs> that's a whole different topic. Don't even get me started. But um, yeah, it's 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 crazy. So you just have to think about like really know what you're eating. And mm-hmm. then, like if you go in the store, like I tell people, like try to stay on the outer edges of the store, mm-hmm. like in. If you, if you pick something up and you're going to buy it, if it's just one thing, if there's no ingredient list on it and it's not in a box or bag or can, it's, it's probably like the best thing for you, like an orange versus getting a thing of orange juice. Cause think about you get a container of orange juice, how many ingredients is in there and how much sugar is added to it and how much crap is added Mm -hmm. to it. You just buy an orange, you're getting the same thing. You know, basically, you could juice your own orange, or you could just eat a whole orange, which makes mm-hmm. a lot more sense, mm-hmm. you know, than eating the processed orange juice. So you just have to, like, 
make those smarter choices. And if once in a while you want to have some Oreos, go ahead. They're vegan, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I think you look at it even more than food, though. Because now I look at it whenever I buy certain products for, like, your body and your face and everything. Oh, yeah. So it's not just what you're putting in it. It's what you're putting on your body as well. Mm-hmm. Preach, girl. Mm. Preach, girl. I saw some Love soap some at her coconut. house. I saw some soap at her house that was all organic. Mm-hmm. essential oils look, in it. I, put I, lots got, of I got Katie in the making here. You yeah, we're idea. working on it. We're working on it. Yeah, I make, all, I, I make all my own shit, man. That's, that's the I had a go. fail recently. I tried to make some soap. It wasn't so good. I tried to make soap out of goat's milk one time, too. Put some lavender and some camo- 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 camomile or whatever it's called. Well, I wasn't going that oh, route. Shit. I was doing Sorry. more. Just Sorry. Sorry. He did say that. He was like, I don't like it. Doesn't have soaps. I go, I know there's oils in it. He's like, no, it doesn't get soapy. And I'm like, all right, all right. I like suds. Oh, you need to get the Dr. Bronner's. That's so nice, like the castile soap that gives you the sudsy. That's oh, what I'll have to do next. The week. almond scent is my new favorite. That stuff. Okay, I'll like, have to I do that. Drink it because so it wasn't not really so. It didn't it do the smells suds. so good. Yeah, like, we didn't do no the idea. suds. He did. He was like, I don't think this is really working. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, next try something else. Yeah, so now it's like a lotion. So I think yeah, you just put some regular, some regular Re- soap regular there. soap in there now. I yeah. make all my own lotion. I make face wash at home. So oh, you had a whole lifestyle change. I know, right? Every, my, my sister-in-law is like, how are you going to keep this up? We can't have this baby. I'm like, I don't know. Well, You're I'm going to try my best. Though. I would imagine you oh, wouldn't, you would, there would yeah. be no substitute other than breastfeeding. Well, I mean, as long as I'm able to and yeah. I don't have any issues, which I'm really hoping is um, going to be the case, that's the plan for sure. So, you know, and I'm going to have to look into backup plans because you just never know. And I don't want to be like, I'm great and I'm going to be able to breastfeed perfectly, you know, and then not have a plan B in case it doesn't work out. That there's, I can. So. There's so many different benefits. Like I was showing you the one podcast that I sent you with Rhonda Patrick. Yeah. She's just, when she was talking, I don't know how long you got into it or I what they went the into. I damn thing. She's got a it's lot like more hours. when she was actually being like a little more pregnant, when she was actually talking about her breastfeeding, what she was going mm-hmm. through in her present. I mean, she's like, she reminded me just of you. So I listened the first five minutes and it was just like, you have to listen to this because she talks so much about it and she's smarter than hell. Oh, she's so much smarter than And she, oh my God. She knows a lot of terms. She knows so many like, terms, big about? words, but she was, but just in general, the, the things that you, that the baby benefits from just mm-hmm. in breast milk in general. Like, I mean, it's there's amazing. so many that goes into it. That's like, why they call it liquid gold. Liquid gold. It's the only, it's the only thing that humans can digest just in, just at, in itself and not need anything else. They can survive just on breast milk mm-hmm. and that's it. But we're drink. we're the only species that drinks milk of other species. Well, why cool. are we drinking like milk? milk? I could never, ever like, drink a glass of milk oh, heck that no. would just make me In so my entire sick. life, I've never. As a child, I didn't Oh, you never it. did? I never No, I think it. I did. At some point, I, I never in my life, day, but I obviously not in a long time. But what's the purpose? Because what people don't get is like it's a money making thing, it's and they like, trick you to believe that milk doesn't buy vitamin D. It all came no. from it all came from a surplus after the war when milk right. there's, a, there's a surplus of milk from like something from the war. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, Ooh, look at oh, this we got money. all this. Now yeah. let's just sell this, uh-huh. and then it just became. Then it came out with the ad. We got milk, mm-hmm. and it just like yeah. became huge. But now knowing what the casein and all the garbage that's in milk, it's pus, disgusting. Not to mention all the pus. pus. Oh my god! I, can, I can't she eat pus and blood. I can't yeah. even take a sip of it. As Put a that child, right in my fruit loops. Pus just, and I blood. Just, it's gross. Love me. it. But now you just have the almond milk. Almond, almond milk is so great. I got Kyler on it. I never tried the cashew. I never tried the nut milk. Cashew ice cream. Oh, ice creams are so delicious. The ones that serve. There's no reason. And and. You know what cow's breast milk is for? It's to make a baby calf grow big. 
So now when we have doctors telling people when their baby's like four months old or six months old that they should start giving them cow's milk. And that just blows my mind. Not to mention the cow was juiced up thinking it's pregnant. You know, right. fake that it's pregnant its whole so, life. Juiced with antibiotics. Like if you think about too, if you take antibiotics, antibiotics is basically like there's a village and there's one bad criminal inside that village and you nuke the whole village mm -hmm. and you destroy all the good people that were in that village. Your body, when you take an antibiotic, it kills all the good, mm -hmm. all the bad, everything. Now, if you think about that, that's what they're giving all these. That's what they're giving the cows. They that's what they're giving. Resistant to and that's what. But not only that, they come. They they get diseases mm -hmm. because they have no good bacteria to fight off everything. If you if you if you get rid of all the good stuff that fights everything off, when something comes in you, now you're susceptible to whatever that was that was gonna that's not gonna harm you that that right. good bacteria was gonna defend against. So when you're doing that to cows and they're doing that to chickens and that's what all those antibiotics are for, now they're all sick and it's, you can only imagine what's going on in their body. So yeah. I can imagine. So just that in general. Drinking their milk, I could never drink their milk again. It makes no sense. You just, you literally, milk is right here. You go two over, and you have almond milk. That's the difference. It's just you go two over, and you just take the almond milk instead. It tastes the it exact tastes, oh. freaking same, if not better. You got better. vanilla, just better. And I do it for Kyler because Kyler has. I get the unsweetened vanilla. Yes. It's less than one gram of sugar in it. Compared yeah, to so twelve yeah. with regular milk, mm -hmm. like why is there sugar in milk? It's just like it makes no difference. Shakes. Yeah, that's what I make my protein shakes. I do the vanilla. I do the the yeah, unsweetened vanilla. Plant based protein. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Katie, <laughs> so you look at her. She's trying to get brownie points over here. No, just kidding. <laughs> We're getting there. Yeah, and you know, I'll I'll tell you guys this is this is kind of interesting, and I don't know if this has anything to do with her vegan diet, but like I said, my niece has been vegan since birth. So my sister-in-law was not vegan during her pregnancy. So mm -hmm. she ate meat. She, her obsession was like jerk chicken when she was pregnant. She yeah. had like milk and everything. Um, but then they became vegan after my niece was born, and she was exclusively breastfed for a long time, and then she was – so they never gave her anything. And um, she actually, you know how babies spit up all the time, yeah. right? Yep. They're always spitting I'm up. I'm very, very well like, aware. <laughs> the worst thing is in the back of the car seat mm -hmm. when you're driving and it just pukes and he just pukes and it gets inside of the little belt, the buckles of the of the, oh, of the car seat God. and inside the little nooks and crannies. You can never get that out. It just bakes in the car. I don't want to talk about We just had this conversation mm -hmm. on Sunday. It does. With Beckham. I don't know. But I'll tell you, like, <laughs> I can't think. I could probably count on my hand the times that Coraline has spit up. Oh, really? That crazy. Now that's impressive. She's like, she's eighteen months now, maybe. Um, yeah, she she'll be two in March. So, yeah, like my sister, she was just not in a spitting up baby. Like maybe she ate, and then my brother was like playing with her and shook her around a little too much, and like right. maybe she threw up a little bit. But like, yeah, and on a general basis, she wouldn't just spit up all the time. So I just mm. thought that was really interesting and I don't know, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if those two are correlated, but you you would think that maybe they could be. You know what I mean? So I thought that was pretty cool. That like and she really has never been sick so much, knock on wood. Yeah, you um, told me that. How impressed you were that she's just she's not been sick. And she's and... a tiny little nugget, you know, but that she's not been given a bunch of stuff that has growth growth hormone stuff in but it. Tiny not to be Confused with her being underweight, undersized, oh, no. none of that. No. She's still her normal standard she's size that she should be. Yeah. You know, so like she's still fitting in like 12 months. She might start an upgrade. We put some 18 month pajamas on her 
last night and they were real baggy and she kind of looked like a homie. Mm. And then she had my phone. She was like dancing around to Drake. It was the most hilarious. Me and my brother were dying and, and my sister on. We were laughing so hard. She's too much. But um, I don't know if that has a correlation, but it'll be interesting when I have my baby to see, I'm you know, really exclusively while I'm pregnant, I've basically yeah. been plant-based almost 100% of the time. And, um, you know, other than my fails at looking at ingredients <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. I'm but I'm um, sure it's okay. Yeah, no, I'll survive Moder- for sure. Even in general, moderation yeah. is and okay. The eggs, but, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'll be fine. So it'll be interesting to see, yeah. like, how that goes with my baby. So we'll have to, after birth, we'll have to Yeah, we'll have to do reconvene. Oh, speaking of that, um, you just said after birth and reminded me of something that I want. Are you thinking about saving the stem cells from the placenta? Have you thought about that? I really haven't read. They gave me a lot of information uh-huh. on it. Yeah. So... I don't want to make a decision right now because yeah. I need to do more research. Yeah, for really. sure. Because like, I know for another baby, if I, you know, if and when I do have another one, for sure, if I can, I think it's it's pretty expensive. Yes, but like that in general, the stem cells are like this X factor cell that like can repair, you know, any like diseases that happen with you and everything. Like the stem cells that you that the benefits of what you can do by using your own stem cells are just like insanely okay. beneficial yeah i mean it's just like these magic cells i don't know too much about them like you said too but i just you know i've heard people that are smarter than me say stuff about stem cells that it's really important the things i do know about it that it makes me for sure want to look into that yeah. and it, what about vaccinations what do you how what's your stand on vaccinations because um, i know that's also a topic in your kind of field that could be something to be well i don't i don't want to get the pitchforks coming at me you know because it's, it's a lot of this stuff is tough but um it's just what you're saying. I'm, I'm right? not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm really. I'm not. I'm not pro vaccine. Right. At all. I'm. I'm more. I lean on the other side. Uh, Coraline has had some vaccines, but she had. Yeah. She has not had them all. Right. And I. I don't know for sure. I know she got a few, and then my brother and sister-in-law decided they were done. And the reason that kind of happened is the doctor basically canceled them as patients because they were bringing her in and they were weighing her and they were saying she wasn't weighing enough like she wasn't up to the chart of the american whatever mm-hmm. the kids supposed to weigh, and they basically were like you have her exclusively on breast milk like you need to start giving your formula i forget if they told her formula or cow's Fat milk or like to make her grow more to right. make her gain weight and my brother and sister-in-law were like uh no way jose like no so they were basically like we're not going to do that and like we're not going to bring her in for these weight checkups either because we don't agree with you and they're like okay well we're just gonna um Stop seeing you as a patient. If they said that. Yeah, they do that now. They can. They the doctor can now mm-hmm. choose not to see you. Wow. So they stopped um, going to that doctor and like, I don't know. And I I think they read it. My brother did. My brother's an internet reader like me, so oh. he was checking out um, research on vaccinations and stuff, and heard some horror stories. And I think they decided, you know, we have her pretty healthy, and let's just see how this goes. And she's not really in daycare either, so that's something to think about. Because I know a lot of people get angry and say, well, you don't want to vaccinate your kids, and then you want to put your kids in, in a daycare with my kids. Like, what if you get my kids sick? Well, what, and I understand. Like, I understand. The measles came back because vaccination, because people weren't getting vaccinated for measles. So measles did come back. There's some. Did see, you read up on that, though? Because there's some controversial i've read some other be. information i mean i'm not i'm not standing by like anything these are just that. little things that i did here you know and these are just the things i'm just regurgitating by other people that i've heard so i i stand nowhere with it i don't really okay. have it i don't have any kind of truth on anything but i do know that i 
I'm trying to look now where I stand with vaccination and being conscious. Because yeah. when you're when you're a father and you have a kid and your kid comes through, like they're just telling you that this is what needs to happen. So you just go with it thinking you don't have a choice. Like literally, that's kind of the way I was like, okay, do I ever stand on this? Okay, do you just getting do you just get vaccinations? Okay, how many are in there? Like I don't know right. too much about what it is or what's going on. I didn't really feel I had to say, nor felt like I could say, or, or that's just a me mm-hmm. thing. Like I didn't right. feel like I could stand up, and that's just whatever. That was just on me. I didn't want to start conflict, but <clears throat> with that, like I'm trying to figure out. Okay, two because I did hear more of that Rhonda Patrick stuff when she mm-hmm. was talking when she was pregnant. She started, she didn't do the vaccinations as well. There's a lot of vaccinations that she didn't want to do for the pregnancy thing while she was pregnant because she didn't want to know the effects of what could happen, but then started doing one at a time because the ones that have like six in them, mm-hmm. she wanted to do one at a time to see like, okay, what, did I have any adverse to any one so that I know if there's something wrong with something? Right. So I know she did it in steps, but you know, she like, like this was her and I get my information from people like that. Like, mm-hmm. She's pro vaccination with some kind of like you got to know what's in it what's going on and choose by doing your research on what's going on there to say yes or no then being okay with saying no to what's going on because you don't have to do it right you know like you said you don't have to vaccinate but you got kids going into Mm. daycares with other kids that are vaccinated so i i never got a flu shot never once i allow the flu to hit me maybe once a year i mean it's been a big gap but every once in a while i'll get one and I'll be sick in just 24 hours. Right. 24 hours sickness is done. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I don't need any shot to tell me I can't have that 24 hours. However, like now it's like growing into this like one week. Like a lot of people are dying last year. Like these flus are just, you're getting a vaccination yeah. for a flu, but it's a different strand of flu that comes out and starts killing people and murdering people off. So I, I don't know. Well, and that's tough because if you look at the stats of the people who did die from the flu, the, the statistics of people who got vaccinated versus didn't vaccinate it 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 didn't make a difference it wasn't like everyone who died from the flu was not vaccinated yes. you know what i mean i heard that it's one too. it's it's back and forth some of them were and some of them weren't so it's like you know i just think that disease is just getting so sophisticated so right it's like the disease like evolves to like whatever we're doing to get rid of it isn't that scary it's It's a very scary thought and we can't keep up no matter what we're trying to do science is trying to come in it's just like i don't know i don't know where it's gonna go but like i look at my you know was like all this stuff existent like 50 years ago no like was diabetes all over were people just dying i mean no one knew what was going on Mm -hmm. like were we just not knowing we didn't have the technology to understand what was going on was it heart disease? Like, heart disease wasn't this much. Like, it obviously has something to do with something where, I mean, we are what we eat. Food is medicine, the right. whole nine. So it's just like, if we change what we're consciously looking at, if we change what we're putting inside of our body to be efficient to make our bodies run better, like, we are, like, a certain kind of being. So if we're, we should be eating the stuff that grows naturally, something that's right. alive, something that has the nutrients that we, so I... And helps you protect from those outside diseases and things like that, you know, the putting the right things in your body to build your immune system and, and make sure that you are, um, your body's doing what it's supposed to do and protecting yourself from those kinds of things, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to get any vaccines myself yeah. while I'm pregnant. I know the, the first... Do they make you? 
Like, have they approached you and saying you need to take anything, or no, do you know of a shot um, that needs to happen? She did mention something about an HPV or something when I was there last time. For the baby to be like a like I know like HPV like you can take a vaccination like uh, like a woman can do it to prevent it from mm. happening to them. You know, like a. Like, she, she asked me if I ever had one, and then she was going to give me some mm. information on it, and I'm like, sure. And you know, I never like yeah. shut people down right away. I'm just like, okay. Because I want to get both sides of the story, and that's my thing. Like, I feel like I'm going to lean toward no vaccinations, but, like, I also want to just do my research. I feel like I haven't done enough research mm -hmm. to really make a good decision on that yet. So I have a lot of reading to do is what I'm saying right mm -hmm. now, you know? And you're making me realize I have more to do than that. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. That's what it's about. Um, what about antibiotics? What's your take right now on antibiotics? I don't need them. You don't need I'm them. not going to take them. Mm -hmm. I um, I have never had a positive experience with antibiotics. They just give me women issues. Yeah. We'll just put it there to start mm -hmm. getting nasty. And uh, I don't think they've done anything for me. If I get sick, it's pretty much like I go into like super healthy mode more than I already am. So if I'm sick, I'm like chugging water. Mm. I'm like juicing green kombucha, juice. What's that? Kombucha or whatever. Kombucha. Well, kombucha. Yeah. What is that? That's like this it new thing. A, it's like it's, it's like an avocado. Stuff, right? Avocado. Avocado to me is a new thing that came out two years ago. I never heard of an avocado in my life until about two. Did you eat guacamole before two nope. years ago? Nope. I don't think it was oh, a thing. Lord. It never was invented. It was invented. <laughs> it was around for a while. No, it wasn't. It yes. was just recently invented. It just came avocados out. and I have a special relationship. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. We are obsessed with each other. Well, I actually... I love them now, too. I, I had them tonight them. myself. I mean, it was very... Mm -hmm. They're very delicious. But this kombucha... I put it in my what mind. What is that? I don't even know what it is It's like a point. fermented food. So fermented food is like a food that basically like sits out and grows like good bacteria, basically. So then you're eating that bacteria, and that's the kind of like good bacteria. It's kind of like probiotics, similar. So like I um, will eat... I will go to the market in PA in Westchester, and I will go and buy sauerkraut that this that's good too. the local place. And it's not like the sauerkraut you go buy in the bag, like from the store, you know, that you put on your, your hot dogs. Because mm. that's not really fermented. That's just pickled, basically. Okay. So it's different. So they ferment their own kimchi and sauerkraut thing. So I go and get that from the market, and I'll eat a couple spoonsfuls of it before I eat like my meal because it's really good for the good bacteria to already be in your system before you're eating, mm. you know? So that's kind of like fermented food and kombucha is that it has like the fermentation in it. And I drink it once in a while. It's not like my favorite thing though. It's like bubbly it. and kind of has floaty stuff in it. I hear it tastes really disgusting. It's kind of no, almost really like, it's not, it's not, it's not hard. I I just like, it's very acidic. Okay. Very strong. Depending on what kind you get, it can yeah. be like almost like you're drinking a little bit of vinegar. Like apple cider vinegar? Yes, yeah, very much so. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a good... Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like you can't stand... It's it's hard to take down, but it's not... I drink them when I get kidney stones a lot. Yeah. So they're really good for that. Kidney stones a lot? Mm -hmm. You get frequent kidney stones? Mm -hmm. She does. Yeah, from an accident that I had. You can tell we've known each other for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we discuss all this stuff. Yeah, we talk about everything. We but I added in my wine. It's actually really good with red wine. That would probably be really good. You right? can actually, yeah, uh, Lori 
that's one of my good friends. We live together. She and I do that a lot. And it's yeah. really good. I mean, you can tolerate it can't much wait better. wait till I get back to mine. I know. Wow. Mm-hmm. Great. When you pop Katie, that thing better out. be like at the hospital. I'll be there. Models. I'll be like, I'm <laughs> ready. In the cart. That's how I remember. Back in the day, man, I remember you were just... You were you went in hard. Tasha, we had really? some good times. Um, she got me on the tequila kick for a while. Yeah, I'm a tequila girl all mm. day, and everyone thinks I'm crazy. Like first, till you try it. Kristen Castano. Uh huh. We're on the bachelorette party. I think it was the bachelorette party, and who's bachelorette party? Mary's. Yeah, let me tell you, I'm actually really upset that I didn't go to your wedding. I'm still upset about that. Okay, we can talk about that okay. another day. Sorry. Next episode, I want to start on that. Um, all right go ahead that's a little complicated yeah but we went to the nashville and chris and i you know we've hung out before but like we kind of bonded at this trip and she kept we ordered drinks or whatever and she's like just order me whatever you're gonna have and i'm like are you sure Sure. yeah i made that mistake one time (laughs) yeah and she's like yeah i'm sure and i'm like all right i'm I'm getting like a tequila soda Mm -hmm. on on the rocks like Mm. Was the, so, exactly everyone does so that right? I did that's that too. everyone's reaction but the great thing about it is it's not this sugary ass drink you're not drinking a margarita with a bunch of sugary ass sour mix and making you like that's what gets me hung over and makes me drunk fast mm-hmm. all that sugar all those sugar drinks so i can drink like good tequila silver tequila i can drink it on the rocks so good down. squeeze so a little good. lime and lemon in there so she is hook kristen that's what she drinks now you got her, you got it changed over. Yeah. So she like, she'll go get a bottle of my favorite tequila, Casamigos. That's what it's called, by the way. If anyone mm-hmm. wants to try it. it. Used to be owned by George Clooney and he sold it. But, um, so it sounds Fun fancy. Facts, it's yeah. kind of, it's not cheap. But it's not, it's reasonable. Uh-huh. So she'll like take a picture of it when she gets it and like send it to me. Like, look what I'm doing. And I'm like, ah, oh, I'm jealous, you know? So. Yeah, she's hooked. Mary drinks it too, believe it or not. Lightweight Mary. She's just one of those people. She just has. She's one and done, man. She's she's cheap date, man. You get her. You get one in her, and she's like passed out. She's and just think like, about the amount of times you've seen her drunk, though. It's not very common. Not many much. She won't. She won't go to that. She no, won't go she, to that route. she's she's. Well, you probably it. saw her drunk a lot of times. A lot no, of times, I really haven't. Bro- she's taking I think care of me. Think her broke up because all those times that she, there's a few times that she was drunk. Was yeah, the times that was that the story I was thinking about when you were crawling around my apartment in Wellington and you were under somebody else's oh, window going oh, Mary and I'm like Chris what are you doing that's not even my house and you're like where's Mary I'm sorry and I'm like I was thrown out I, I do this you thing. Were a I go mess. I get if I get drunk in any kind of house it's like I'm that drunk that I just disappear like you'll yeah, just you be really like did. where did Chris go he's mm-hmm. gone I'm had like, to go no one will grass. know where I'm at. I ended up going to shield in a apartment complex. I went outside of her building and I just went on, like to the side. Like, I stumbled to the side. I was like sitting next to bushes like in spider webs. And I was like on like I've a, never seen him drunk. Oh my God. Swear. You don't want to see it. True story. True story. A like story just happened in, it, well, I'll, I'll branch back. When we were um at her at her apartment complex i ended up just being like i went against the i'm puking like i went against the wall and so underneath someone's window that ended up and turning it on was our house. it's like, not because it it's a condo house. so i didn't know he, he like is this a big window. house she's like on the second floor yeah we live on the, on the second floor <laughs> i was on the bottom floor i had to go find him because i said someone. mary she's like i'm not going to look for it. she's mad at you about something who, who uh-huh. knows and I'm like, all right. So I'm like out there and I just hear this little voice like, Mary. And I'm like, what the? So I like go under there and he's like laying under this window. And the person like turns Turn on the light. And I'm like, oh my God, they're going to call the cops. I'm like, Chris, 
come on, get up. This is not my house. You gotta be here. Like, but where is Mary? Does she hate me? I'm like, everything's gonna be fine. Get your ass up and let's go. You gotta see. So like, drag him. I gotta pull it up. There was um. This just happened on. This just happened in uh, Halloween. Same thing happened. I was out with Evan. I was in my tutu. Oh, I was the so common was, theme. Uh huh. Yeah. Evan. Yeah. And I was I was out with him on Halloween. I dressed up in his fedora. I had my tutu and oh, everything. Yeah, I killed yeah, that. I, I killed the costume by the way. That's great. And then um. Same thing happened. I got so drunk. Like, if you look at my Snap story at the time. Who is this guy? That's not Who is he? That's not Who is he? Oh, my God. You are so drunk. Oh, I wish you guys could see this. Good material. I am wasted. Same thing happened. Disappear. Phantom. I'm by the side. I I was just, like, puking. I just, I just, I stumble and I just, I want, I don't want anybody to see me. I want him to see me like that. That's, that's, I get, I get yeah, we have some stories, you know. <laughs> yeah. When you go back, I mean, remember, you saw my performance of Soldier Boy. Did you oh, send that yes. to Tasha? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That I, was, that was our song, Chris. That was our song. You know? I think I sent it to her that night. Yeah, it was Club 128. Mm-hmm. We had some good times. It's a famous picture right there. Yeah, he used to put, like, he would, I remember, I don't, was it, well, it was a celebration I don't know. I might have been my first wedding. That's why I'm saying that. But um, <laughs> Chris, some kind of party we were at, and we were dressed up, and Chris had uh, tied his necktie around his head, yeah. like yeah. Yeah. a bandana. And he and I were bandana. just in the middle of the dance floor, just the two of us, hammered, right? The hammer time, yeah. Soldier boyed it out. Just, uh-huh. you know, we got That's all awesome. the family. It's like, and here's us two white kids just... Mm-hmm. Killed it too, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, for sure. And, th- and this is the exact reason why I'm upset why I wasn't invited to the wedding. We'll go, go to that back. another See, time. No, she was just back. talking about that. She was really excited because I would have been good at the wedding. Though. Yeah, we would have soldier boy. At anybody else's wedding, it would be okay. Let's just let, when are you here, Bill? Wednesday. All right, we need more time. Next time you're down. Well, it's Sunday. Well, you yeah, can do we'll it on Sunday. We'll have a little something. We'll have a little something. We'll dance all. Yeah, you know, it's not like I go out and get drunk. Let's get a celebration together. I can't tequila with you right now. When the baby. Yeah. We'll be down with the baby. You're oh, far yeah. away now. we got to see yeah, you more then. You coming back uh, down here soon? I don't know. I, I, I Okay, we're working on Christmas yeah. uh, or a holiday Yeah. coming up. You know, at, one, at some point I'm not going to be able to fly because I'm going to be too pregnant. That's right. But yeah, and the ultimate goal would definitely be to get back to Florida. Yeah. It may take some time, but sure. Florida's always going to be here. That's right. We'll figure it out, yeah. you know. Um, We'll get there. Yeah, it's so. beautiful though. You sent me a picture recently. You hiking? I mean, I just looked at that picture. You were walking, actually. We're just yeah, you were like, walking. I didn't do no hiking. Well, Give me a lot of credit. <laughs> <laughs> it's about like it's, our it's hikes, a beautiful though. place. So beautiful. It really is. It really is. So I think you got a great. There. I think you got a great thing going. It's a different kind of green there. Like Florida's green. Yeah. But up there, it's just like seasons and all these different yeah. greens, and there's some really gorgeous places for sure. So it's it's an experience, and like. My mom's lived in Florida all of her life, so I'm, like, happy, and she's like, I'll never leave Florida, which is fine, but, like, I'm happy to, like, experience yeah. different places, you know? So we're just taking it day by day and doing our thing and setting ourselves up for success, so that's really That's really great. Yeah. And we're cheering you on the whole way. Yeah. Thank you. I think you're doing a great job. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm really, we, we reconnected after so many years, because we fell off for a little while, you know, I think there's a little bit of a breakup by association with some things. Yeah. And uh, we fell off, but you know, some recent things with you know me and Katie kind of connecting, really kind of, really kind of connected us all. Oh, you back. know Katie? Oh yeah, I know Katie. <laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> I love that. Just 
So, you know, I'm glad that that actually reconnected. And, and it's really great that it actually not only connected, you know, her and you, but Mary's connected and all that. And really, it's just really developing, kind of building a really big web of, it's really, it's coming all together. And I think we're all growing to a certain, like, really leveling up to, like, new quality and of people and life and stuff. And I, you know, I honor you and just in general where you're going and you oh, being, you, you being the the only vegan I know when I thought Chelsea. of anything well yes I'm sorry but like that I know that started it yeah you know what I'm saying like when I think being, I, th- I really think of you because you were the the genesis you were the genesis the yeah little part, the little she likes this. you guys are pumping me up you were the genesis you're the genesis of th- when I thought of something like when I wanted to do a podcast I really just wanted to add some kind of value to people that I think would be you know interesting and something that can you know really benefit other people's lives because I know I tried it I think it's a really great thing and I thought of something that, you know, really could apply with everybody, and it's diet, and, uh, you know, you you actually come in right in my mind. I'm really glad that you're doing what you're doing, and you're pregnant, and you're brewing a baby that's going to be extremely healthy. So exciting. And, you know, one step at a time with that, and, you know, I just um, I want to say thank you. Yeah, thanks. Coming and, on. And, and uh, I know we're getting ready to close out here, so mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of just say to everyone out there listening, yeah. like, I don't, I think that you have to be your own like trial and error. So don't just disregard the whole, like trying a little bit more plant-based. Like if you're always tired or if you want to lose some weight or if you have a health issue, like I'm always, if people come to me and say that, I always say drink more water, eat more plants, Mm. you know, but I think what's, what's the hurt in just giving it a try. It's not like once you do it, you can never go back, Mm -hmm. you know? So I just like everyone, please get educated on both ends of the spectrum. Like we're told all our lives, eat meat, drink milk, that's what's good for you. But make sure you educate yourself on the other end too. What if I don't eat as much meat and mm. do as much dairy, or drink as much dairy, do as much dairy, like it's drug. <laughs> but you know, what if, what if I, you know, do some research and really get educated on the other side of things? Because I think that's the biggest problem is like, we're very like tunnel vision sometimes and we've been doing something a certain way and we think all these other ways of doing things are not right because we're so used to what's normal. So everyone just make sure that you do your research and know both sides of the argument and know, you know, what works for you and give it a try. You could try it for a week. You could try it for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. If you don't feel better, then just go back to where you're doing. Yeah. If you do, then that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's great. You know, so that's that's my biggest advice is like, don't just shut it down. Give it a whirl. See how it works for you. And if it doesn't, you can come tell me like, listen, you're crazy. It doesn't work <laughs> for me. Okay. You know, everybody's different. And you got to, um, you know, the biggest regret is wondering what if I did that, you know, instead of having the yeah. doing it and saying, oh, I regret doing that. But at least now I know. I've learned my lesson. You gotta try. You can't lose anything. You've done anything in life. Though. Yeah, that's anything. what I'm saying. What, what do you have to lose? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a ton of things to yeah. gain, which I had no idea. But it it opens a whole new. Well, for me, it did. It opened yeah. a whole new world. So I think, like you said, you can do it in baby steps. You can start intermittent fast, and you can probably just like I liked your idea of just one day a week. Maybe just don't eat meat. Meatless just Monday. One. That's Meal, what they whatever. call it. There it is. Just one day. Some just religions don't... even do that too. They mm-hmm. they take a fasting day. Hundred yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. You just start to do little tiny steps. Take out one thing. Just see what your life is like. See if it works. Does you feel better with it? Because you, like like you said, everybody's different. 
Nobody, I think, and I think that's in general. Every yeah. every diet does not apply to every person on one size fits all. Some people may need require this or that. So I think it's just a trial and error, like you said. Absolutely. One step at a time. But I think it's it's worth it to take care of the only vessel you have in your life to take you wherever you're going to go. Because if you're not healthy, your mind's not healthy, the whole thing just kind of collapses on itself. So start with that. For sure. For you sure. are what you eat, right? Ooh, yeah. I like it. Eat good. Mm -hmm. All right, Tasha and Katie. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. guys.